Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back here on Rutherford Issues. Sorry, officer, he'll be done in just a moment. Lee Colvin is here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, made it from the office in two minutes today, didn't you? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, you doing all right, Mr. Colvin? It's just right down the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, a normal 10-minute trip. But anyway, uh, Lee is, of course, uh, an Edward Jones financial advisor and comes in and speaks with us every few weeks. Looking dapper Dan today. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. you know, loving life. You know, starting the new year out right and hopefully different and just good things happening out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to share some um, um, news about bonds, I guess, right today with, with ultra-low rates. And I guess consider if that's something we should take a look at, huh? Yeah, give, give a little perspective on bonds and, and how those are working, you know. Brian, especially even as you and I have unfortunately gotten older, mm-hmm. um, you know, there have been so many years the interest rates were um, in maybe maybe in a better place uh, for folks trying to receive income right now. You know, it's it's been a great year, year and a half for folks who are looking at refinancing debt and doing things like that. So there are always pros and cons when you're looking at interest rates. Uh, but really the the question here is that with ultra low rates right now, should we still invest in bonds? Okay. I think that's really the question. And, and we've had so many folks investing in bonds for many years. And you've seen some pretty big changes in your financial statements. Um, because of because of these changes, you know, Brian in two thousand, so so twenty one years ago now, the average yield on a ten year U.S. Treasury security was about six percent. Six percent. In two thousand ten, it had dropped to slightly over three percent. So you know, you and I have seen a lot of changes over these twenty one years. Well, that was still 11 years ago. uh, Right. And for most of 2020, the 10-year U.S. Treasury security was less than 1%. Wow. Less than 1%. That's a huge difference. Very huge. And, you know, you consider all those retirees who are trying to live on that income, Mm -hmm. right? So whether it's bonds, whether it's CDs, those fixed income... You know, it's an enormous difference, and it may lead us to this question, which is, with yields being so low on bonds, why should you even consider investing in those today? Okay, so that's what we're going to explore uh, here with Lee today. Um, the you, you, We were talking just right before we went on, and, and the 10-year Treasury note is, is kind of an important thing to look at an important benchmark if you will i think right it is you know it, it does not represent the returns on any bonds that you can purchase 
typically the longer-term bonds, such as those that mature in 20 or 30 years, are going to pay higher rates to account for inflation and to reward you for locking up your money for many years. Mm -hmm. But the same downward trend can be seen in these longer-term bonds as well. Uh, as an example, in 2020, the average 30-year Treasury bond yield was only slightly above 1.5%. Well, so th these numbers mean that investors of 10 or 20 years ago, when, when they did this, um, what, what does that really mean for them, I guess, is the question. Sure. Well, you know, for, for folks who are able to invest in 10 or 20 or 30-year bonds mm -hmm. uh, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, they were still getting relatively good interest rates, and they are still receiving income on those um, as a majority. But today, with the picture being different, you know, higher-yield bonds sometimes known as junk bonds, can offer more income. But with receiving more income, they can also carry a higher risk of default or higher risk that you won't get your money. Um, so there are some concerns here. Nonetheless, while rates are low now or today, you may be able to employ a strategy that can help you in any interest rate environment you know, we can always look and build a bond ladder of individual bonds that mature on different dates. And when market interest rates are low, you'll still have the longer-term bonds earning higher yields. And the long-term yields, while fluctuating, are expected to rise, you know, down the road in the future okay. as well. And so when, when those do rise... I that 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 helps your maturing bonds i guess in the future that you can then maybe reinvest or something like that that's exactly correct so as those bonds do eventually mature then those maturing bonds you can reinvest those into new and hopefully at that time higher levels higher rates um, but be sure that you evaluate whether a bond ladder and the securities that can be held within it are consistent with your individual investment objectives, your risk tolerance, and your financial circumstances. So as you and I always talk about, don't just go and buy it to buy it. Make sure that it's a right fit for you and your situation because you don't want to get stuck in something that uh, may not be as liquid as you need it to be. You also want to make sure that, that you're buying it for your to, re, to achieve your goal. Mm -hmm. Lee Colvin with us today as we uh, take a look at bonds and should you invest in bonds and um, are, are there other benefits uh, from this, Lee, from, from investing in bonds? Well, you know, bonds can, Brian, they can provide you with other benefits. One thing that they can help with is diversifying your portfolio. Okay. Uh, you know, especially if it's heavily weighted in stocks. While stocks and bond prices often, although not always, but often these move in opposite directions. So if, stock, if the stock market goes through a down period, the value of the bonds may rise. So even though you may not be getting a high interest rate right now, the, the value could rise on those. 
and the bonds are usually less volatile than stocks. Uh, so they can have a calming effect on your overall portfolio. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like I tell you, it's kind of like having a gas pedal in your car, but then also having a seatbelt, right? Ah. Uh, just kind of give you a little bit of protection there, maybe. Or the brake, but you won't use that. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Folks, I mean, he does. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> the right hook just got me. I don't know. <laughs> but um, if you hold on to the bonds through maturity, too, though, you're, that, that, that's going to help out with that, I would think. It can, yeah. You know, you'll get your entire principal back, providing that the bond issuer does not default. Uh, and it is generally unlikely if you own investment grade bonds that, that a bond will default or not pay out to you. So, bond ownership gives you a chance to preserve capital while investing. So, you know, just gives you a chance to hold on to some of your cash while also investing in stocks separately uh, and uh, diversifying. Yeah. Uh, if if bonds are, are kind of your primary uh, investment, though, it, it, is it a good opportunity to maybe look to diversify? You know, it, great question. So, so if the primary reason that you have owned bonds is because of the income that they offer, right? And, and while it does not have to be just for retirees, that is a large group that are looking for that income, uh, although we see folks of all ages many times trying to receive that type of income, um, you know, you may have to look elsewhere during periods of ultra-low interest rates as we are in today. Um, I, you know, I don't know that I would technically wait. Uh, you can always reach out to your financial advisor. If you don't have one, you can reach out to us and we can talk about where we think interest rates are going based on what the Federal Reserve is saying, what the U.S. Department of Treasury is saying. We can help you with your individual situation to decide what you need to do. Um, but as an example... Uh, you know, you, you could invest maybe instead of in bonds, you might want to look at dividend-paying stocks. So there, there are a lot of stocks out there that are good quality that may pay a dividend. Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, Brian, some stocks have long track records of increasing their dividends year after year and giving you a potential source of rising income. But... The one thing about that, remember, is that while it may pay a dividend and a dividend may increase or decrease, it may also be eliminated at any time. Yeah. Well, some some great information today, and I'm sure you'd be uh, more than happy to talk with folks if uh, they have questions about bonds and diversifying their portfolio. You know, we would love for folks to reach out to us. You can call us at 615-907-7056. Again, that's 615-907-7056. You can look us up on Facebook, Edward Jones, Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, or on LinkedIn at Lee Colvin. Send Very us good. a message. We'd love to talk. 
Sounds good. Lee Colvin joining us today here on Rutherford Issues. And a reminder, if you missed any part of the program, be sure to check WGNSRadio.com under podcast. Tap on Rutherford Issues and you can listen back to today or wherever you listen to audio, maybe Google Play or uh, iTunes. Check it out there.